Hello? Cody. What? We need to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Does whatever a spider can. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We need to talk about Spider-Man. Welcome to We Need to Talk About Spider-Man, a podcast where we must talk about Spider-Man. I'm Chad. And I'm Cody. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man, specifically Spider-Cinema with special guests. Uh, We'll be talking about Spider-Man news and rumors from the World Wide Web. This episode, focusing on Mark Webb's first Spider-Man movie, The Amazing Spider-Man. Cody. What's up? Do you want to uh, introduce our guest this week? I will give it the old Spider-Man's back in high school try. Um, Okay. Watlington, Mark Watlington. He's a co-host of Best Pictures. He teaches math to children. And Michael, fuck. No, keep going. Okay, hold on. No, let me me back up a line. Yeah. Teaches math to children. Martin Sheen is his favorite Uncle Ben. Look out. There you go. Look out, Pod! It's Mark Watlington. That's right. It's the yeah. the I'm I'm here for the Mark W. Uh, movie. Yep. <laughs> Mark W. and Mark W. That's that's what I'm here for. I just need to know, sure, what percentage of Sony's decision to hire Mark Webb was based on his last name? I I, I don't think it's I zero. I kid you not. I think it's probably 100%. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not going to give it 100. He had just directed 500 Days 500 of Summer. Days of that summer, was a yeah. buzzy movie. He, he knew how and, to play the romance angle, which was the idea for this one. And Which is interesting. It, it is, is interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> After watching the, and, uh, the romance stuff, I guess, works. We'll talk about uh, it later. But we'll, we will talk about it. <laughs> I will say it's 30%, maybe, though. Like, I think, it, I think it I made think a... It's at least 30%. Yeah. They brought it up like in the meetings when they made the decision. Absolutely. I think that they like they had like a general meeting with him and was like, okay, Mm -hmm. Mark, what do you want to pitch? And he wrote his name on the whiteboard and they're like, (laughs) Yeah, we we know who we invited you here. And then they they just circled web a bunch. (laughs) Yeah. Webs. (laughs) It really does seem that like when when they had the whiteboard meeting, they just had Spider-Man and the Sony execs were like looking on and they were like Hmm. We've already done three of these. I don't know. And then Mark Webb just writes "amazing" in front of it, and they just were like, "Fuck, okay." I was terrified that uh, Marvel Studios, or I guess the the MC, it's still Sony, but the MCU movies were just going to be called the Spectacular Spider-Man or something like that. Like we just find new adjectives. That would have been fine with me. Better than the dumbass home thing they do. I don't hate the home thing. I I think it's stupid. I think it's it's contrived, but it's. I think it's good for one movie, and then the other two make me want to. They. They should have spiders. done the Spider-Man. That's how they should differentiate it. Yeah, that's how we do it now. Mm, um, but the. everyone knows that you can just refer to them as Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 1, 2, Spider-Man 1, 3, <laughs> Spider-Man 2, 1, which is this one, uh-huh. and Spider-Man 2, yeah. 2. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm currently looking forward to Spider-Man 3, 3, which is also Spider-Man 1, 4, apparently. And maybe Spider-Man 2, 3 yeah, as well. that's right. Actually, yeah a lot a lot speaking of that let's talk about what's been in the news what's in the daily bugle 
That's interesting. That's the sound a bugle makes. <laughs> yeah, that's close. Show me let it in a little bugle boy. That's like not something. What further it's not away, what a bugle sounds like. Further away from what I did. I wasn't the, making a bugle sound. The, I was singing the song about the bugle boy. The little bugle boy from Company C or whatever. No, it's like it's in that Christina Aguilera song. I think she mentions bugle boy. Uh, maybe not. Maybe Which I'm getting Christina shit. Aguilera song? The one that like. Da, 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 da. He makes my panties drop. It's a sugar goat, a sugar butter candy man, candy man. It's funny that you didn't remember most of the words, but then you <laughs> remember the ones about panties dropping. Well, because they censor it on the radio, and I always found that so weird. So it's like it's not a cuss. You remember are the ones that were censored. Uh huh. See, see, that's why censorship on the radio yeah. doesn't help. I think but also so- censorship in uh, like everything, because like. I think of like the two most popular memed Batman news stories are when his penis was seen in a comic and then they discontinued that comic mm-hmm. <laughs> and tried to censor his penis. And mm-hmm. then more recently, uh, eating out the Catwoman, uh, they censored that out of Harley Quinn. And it's like the most famous Batman news of the year. It's Crazy. because we had two full days of no news, no trailers. I saw people tweeting about it like, for the love of God, release some new news. And we really were like the quietest it's been in a long time. So it really quiet, had time to... It's been a quiet place, part two. I think that, yes, it's been a, a quiet place. Killing the box office, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that Twitter is having a trouble understanding what to do with the news now that Trump isn't president. They're well, like, that I is need, also I need true. To have takes. I need to have takes that last three days about a, you know, fucking superhero stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, by the way, Katie uh, our whole Christina podcast. Aguilera does reference Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. See? The, the name Boogie of the song by the, um, uh-huh. the Andrews sisters. Uh-huh. See, I know my shit. Um, okay, so Daily Bugle, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Remember him? Now nah, he's Craven. No, he's Quicksilver. Okay. Mark, what do you think about him being Craven? Um, I think I was just reading that he was uh, in consideration to play this amazing Spider-Man. Um, I think he'll oh. be a good Craven. I, I I don't have anything against it. Yeah, against I don't have anything for it either. The freaking just mess that is the Sony Spider. Yeah, so see, I just kind of don't give a shit. Separate, that. Its own separate, but the, uh, so, Sony movie. Okay, I might be jumping yeah. to them with another Daily Bugle news, uh-huh. but there seems to be internal disagreement about whether or not uh, Morbius. It's exists. not internal disagreement. They ask an actor who doesn't fucking know. Like here's internal disagreement about whether or not this movie takes place in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And it is so reasonable to assume that it does when you put the vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming in the movie, mm-hmm. which they did. Mm-hmm. It's I don't insane. know if it's I don't know if it's disagreement or confusion because I am confused. It I is confusing. Anybody could be confused. But I I just think I don't give a shit. Is my honest truth. It's like yeah, I don't care. He's Quicksilver in one movie and now he's Craven. That's fine. I really don't care. He's also a boner. Nope. That's no, he's not <laughs> that's boner. the other one. Um, no, that's the other Quicksilver. That's Evan Peters. Um, yeah. I I I mean like fucking Jimma Chan is in Captain Marvel as one of the goons and is now the lead of Eternals. Like, it happens. I don't care. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's 
a symptom of a larger issue with the Sony thing where like, I don't know, we were talking about it back when, uh, I think it was back in the Amazing Spider-Man when Venom was like announced Mm. and uh, Amy Pascal was like, you know, teasing that maybe, who knows, maybe Spider-Man shows up and Kevin Feige Mm. had his- Well, they have to give answers like that. Yeah, but they they want to drum up attention. I, I don't think, know. I think I, mean, I don't care. It's just a Sony problem. It's going to be like yeah. a multiverse wide problem. Like things are going to get kind of confusing and blurry, even well, with this like the Batman multi- stuff. Where this like okay, we're having Kevin Costner thing, back. Well, it's not, not Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. What are you okay, talking I, about? No, my brain is broken today. <laughs> I don't um, know. I I think it just doesn't really bother me that much because it's like I I. Look, it doesn't have to bother you. I'm just saying it does bother me. It's just like if, if I go to a local theater and they're putting on Wicked and like a girl's playing Elphaba and then I come back the month later and she's playing Elle Woods, I'm not like... Okay, that's not the okay, same thing. But it kind of is the same, same thing. thing. It is no, kind of the same not. thing. It's the same people putting on the same production and they're reusing cast members. I don't care. No, but it's not like there's but, only like 15 people in Hollywood that can play superheroes. <laughs> there are I don't know. people that there's, would kill to play superheroes. It's not like you in a small town where there are like 15 people that like but it's not even I think that, the problem like now is people are signed to like DC deals or something like that that has them like signed up for several movies but like I think everybody's signed attached up for several movies as that character I don't think you understand like it's it's 100% not that he's just playing another Marvel character like if uh-huh. if uh Jamie Fox if he weren't going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home mm-hmm. as Electro if he signed on to like play Blade or somebody I'd be like oh cool different movie universe I can accept that but it's the fact that it's like it's they're trying to pass it off like it's the same universe who is who is that's that's my question objectively is no they aren't that's the thing there's been no definite there's been no definite declaration I think there has not been what you are quoting what you are quoting is a fucking article where they ask Tyrese if it was in the MCU Tyrese doesn't run Sony dude dude grow up no you can't say grow up when you're wrong Michael Keaton uh-huh. Plays the same character in both movies. I think that's the connective thread. I think we don't know that he's playing the same character. We I do. think that it's reasonable no, to we assume don't. that he is, and we will know more after Morbius. I, I no, I think it's like okay, it's maybe multiverse shit. So who cares? Like that's what but I'm if it's saying. Multiverse. That's sure. That's fine. it is multiverse. But it is, it's, it it's, is a it's, mess right now. It's a mess right now because they're not revealing what happens in Spider-Man three, which they're not going to do. Probably, it it's it, probably it, true. But... It is it is a multiverse, and that's why some actors can play the same mm-hmm. character. And it's like Craven is not Craven is not MCU. It's Sony's Marvel, and characters trying... from the MCU can pop up in Sony. I've already told you what's so, going to happen. Okay, so back to just regular Craven, right? Craven's uh-huh. whole thing is that he likes yeah. to hunt the most dangerous game, which is Spider-Man. Correct. Yeah. Um, so this, how do you do a Craven movie without Spider-Man? It's just going to be okay. like Craven well, like hunting everybody in the outback. About. Like no, I'm, I'm just it's, interested in it's, what it's going to be. It's Craven hunting Chameleon, apparently, which kind of oh, okay. makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Alien sense. versus Predator kind of thing, but you don't know Alien or Predator. It's just like two two people that you might have heard of if you're a comic book fan. But yeah, I guess the idea is Chameleon can turn into anybody, so Craven hunting him down could be... I don't know. It's directed by a guy hard. who's it directed a lot of movies that seem good, or that are... Who the it? one I've seen is good. Who is it? Uh, Jay something. I don't know. Hiroshima? He directed Triple... He directed Triple Frontier. Oh. No. That guy. Yes. Yeah. I didn't watch Triple Frontier. I and good. it is good. I, I um, heard it from you, so uh, he he directed a big movie with Oscar Isaac. Oh, most uh, of the year. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, his name is J.C. Chandor. Oh. Um. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it'll be good. J.C. stands for Jesus Christ Chandor. By the way, it's a fun fact. It does. Uh, yeah, A Most Violent Year. He directed Margin Call, All Is Lost. I don't know. It's going to be fine. I don't. I just don't care that It'll much. be interesting. I'm, 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 uh, I'm interested. It's just like, it stresses me out because it feels like they're starting to fumble things at this. Why is that a fumble? I, I, I just well, don't know why that's a fumble. I've explained why it's a fumble. Here. We're, no, we're I, in a, a time of lots of unknowns. Cody, you feel like you know what's going on because you've made a lot of assumptions. That might be correct. But no, I think even if I don't, I don't care all that much. It's like it's not a fumble if they reuse the same actor. Like, I really don't think it is. I really don't. I truly do not believe it is. All right. Because he's dead. He's he's not he's not playing two characters who are alive. Quicksilver's dead. So so, they can never come back. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. comes back to play. It would uh, never happen. But sure, I don't. But yeah, he comes. Okay. Cool. He comes back to Norman Osborn in the MCU. That'd be interesting. Care. Not really. Freaking weird. That'd be really weird. It'd be good casting if he wasn't already Iron Man, but you just can't do that. Not, not to get into the Amazing Spider-Man, but I forgot that the Osborn people weren't in this movie, and no, I was I was just kind of let down and kind of relieved. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was I was excited to see my boy Dane DeHaan, and then excited that I didn't have to see Dane DeHaan in this role. <laughs> right. What's Dane DeHaan doing? Uh. Um, much. He was in a Quibi show that I watched. Oh, yeah. So things are not going great. Anna Kendrick was in a Quibi show. <laughs> like, it's fine. Lots of people were because it took an afternoon to film one. <laughs> okay. But what else is he in? <laughs> Let me look. Let me look. Oh, he's no, wait. That's somebody else. Oh, he's in, he's in uh, Lisey's story which is the new uh, Stephen King Apple TV plus show Ooh. that people seem to like. Okay. All right. And then he's going to be in the staircase, which is a um, pretty big for HBO. What's he doing in there? Is that the part- adaptation of that documentary? True yes, documentary? it is. It is. He is playing the son. He's playing Colin Firth's son. So he's Dudley then? No. The staircase. I don't know. I I took too many jokes uh, there. I, I liked what you were. I, where you were I imagined it was a movie about living in a staircase, and then in my head, I was like, "Oh, so Harry Potter." And then when you said he's the son, I was like, "Ooh, this is when I can insert that joke." But it was too much of a stretch at that point. I had taken it too many layers. Ahead. All right. So other Daily Bugle news: Spider Verse Two. Issa Rae is playing Jessica Drew, which is kind of exciting. Very I like cool. that. I. Uh, I like Jessica Drew a lot. I kind of wish she was in the MCU, but her I rights are super will. confusing. Oh, then maybe not. Because mm. she's a spider character, but actually has nothing to do with Spider-Man at all. So they're always like a little unsure what to do. Um, well, but I think seems Sony, like Sony, Sony gets rights with her. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
Um, we also saw the opening credits to Spidey and His Amazing Friends, a new show on Disney Junior. Uh, Does not look like we're the target audience at all. Um, to be uh, clear, by we saw it, you mean that it was released and some of us watched it. I yes. watched it. Um, it's but got it is a spider yeah. bot in it. It's got a spider bot. They're pushing those, mm-hmm. uh, even though they're fucking terrible. Um, so it's got Peter, it's got Miles, it's got Gwen as our main three. But then their three other friends are Hulk, Black yeah. Panther, and Miss Marvel. Um, like that. That's a good little combo. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. It's kind of like uh, refreshing to see something superhero that's like so geared for kids. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, I I love all the stuff that's like suited for me as a a twenty something. But like, yeah, ha- having something be just for the kiddos and still be like a, a an awesome character like Spider Man. That's that's nice. And Disney Junior tends to have like a Marvel show kind of going at all yeah. times. Um, so it's good. All right. Here we go. The final piece of Daily Bugle. Oh, We're boy. handing it over My to turn. Chad. And a, a on the streets reporter of, I cannot believe you fucking bought that. What a <laughs> trash waste so of money. For those Wait, are... Was that part of his title? The on the street reporter of, I can't believe you bought that. What a trash waste of money yeah so what cody is referring to is this iron man uh repulsor cannon hey chad you actually can't talk about it because that's not spider-man <laughs> it's got a little web symbol oh, on the back. that means it is spider-man so it lights up why didn't you buy the spider-man one um so here is why it's got all kinds of different settings on okay it. we don't need to hear it so i i like the noise okay. It so, it, th- there are four options. Iron Man, Rescue, Spider-Man, and Spider-Gwen. Um, the Spider-Man one had a very boring design that looked nothing like Spider-Man. It was mostly, like, white and plain, and that's why I didn't get it. And then Spider-Gwen I didn't get because it's pink and I'm a boy. Um, so I got the Iron Man one. Why did you get Rescue? Um, I thought about getting rescued because I do like the blue armor, but also I am a boy, so I had to get the Iron Man one. Nope. Um, rescue rules. Rescue does yeah, rule, and the girl. blue girls rule, cool. but we're not we're not girls. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not one of them. A Cody would have never fucking bought this thing in his entire life. Second of sure. all, if I had, I would have never fucking bought the Iron Man one for a Spider Man ride. So here's the. Put it off. Turn this thing up off for now. Uh, so here's the thing about the repulsor cannon. Uh-huh. Uh, this and the Spider-Man toys all interact with the new Spider-Man Web Slingers ride. They are basically like power-ups for that ride. So when you oh, ride so it's it, like a pay-to-play kind of thing. Or, it uh, is exactly that. Pay-to-play, which is play, pay-to-win. It's a, it's a pay-to-play. It's uh, it's theme it's, park ride. It's it's pay-to-play. And you get nothing. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. Once you get well, off no, the ride, a, there's no value. There's a top 10 of the day leaderboard on, on the screen. So you uh-huh. can what, do you, what do you get if you're on the top 10 at the end of the day? Nothing. nothing. You just get to see your name on the board. Guess what? You do not know if you stay on the top 10 because you can fucking get on that ride once per day because yeah. they're using it's so busy. Oh, wait, Chad, so you got swindled. Like outside of the ride. I didn't get swindled. I bought this because I wanted something to remember my trip to Disneyland by. I think you get swindled. How much was it? How much was it? It's, I don't want to talk about money. No, how much punch. was it? How much so, was okay, it? Okay, here's the deal. 
I went and I saw that this Iron Man glove was just $25. And I thought, reasonable. Not bad. That's I'll not buy that. bad. And then they were like, okay, if you want that, you also have to buy the battery pack. And that's another $30. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nope. That's not that bad. So it became $55 for this. But I didn't even show you the best part. Hold on. Did you get a spider bot too? So I did not get a spider bot. Do not. That is a waste of money. I, you I don't, do not I don't fall into their trap of spider bots. And Chad and so I are anti spider bot thing. on this podcast. I had heard reports that the spider bots were like the droids where you go and you build them at like web suppliers. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. You buy them from like any of the gift shops and yeah. then you have to buy the skins separately. So if you wanted to, if you wanted the Iron Man looking bot, you have to buy a $30 attachment to it. Yeah, stupid. Okay, talk about the ride. Okay, so I have this repulsor thing. Mm. There are also the Spider-Man gloves. Mm. The spider gloves, it makes you, instead of shooting one web, you shoot three webs at once. So it's great. you get better uh, Uh high scores. This is like, it turns it into like the Iron Man repulsor cannon. It like pushes them back and it's like really powerful. And then you can be web slinging with the other hand at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun um and it, so here's the thing about the ride it's fun you put on your 3d glasses you sit down you start shooting things with your repulsor or slinging webs with your hand are you on rails or are you just sitting in the same place you're on rails it's moving. cool it's but it's like it, it mark you... have you ever done buzz Lightyear yeah. star command Good it's ride. that it's that essentially cool. it's it's it, that concept. It's that concept. Yeah. So like you concept. basically like move to a place and you're in it's that a place shooting and you gotta like shoot at things. Yeah. yeah. And then you move I to another like place it. and you shoot at things. And it's fun. Like the effects of aiming your hand and like seeing the web go exactly where you aimed. It's cool. And it's yeah, immersive. that's cool technology. It's, yeah. It's very cool. And it's like, it's fun to do. It's a fun game. Bad theme park ride. Yeah. Uh, very fun. Yeah overhyped right now because it's new yeah sure um, sure so th- the fact that like i go to disneyland and at 7 a.m you have to be like the second it turns to 7 a.m you have to like click on the well click on the thing you i mean i can to- tell you what i think your problem so, was there so you a, a you don't have to be there right that's what i think your problem so, was but but b i mean a lot of people were there before the gates opened and the second after it turned to seven everyone was like doing the thing on the phone. And then there was just like a crowd of cheers. Like so many people got in and we didn't get in. Yeah, but it's still that that Uh, amount of people having phones out at the same time can just slow shit down. So possibly. But then at at noon, we were able to get it. Now, the rule right now is that you can't be in the virtual queue for Web Slingers and Rise of Resistance at the same time. So because we didn't get either of them at seven, we could only do one or the other. And Mm, it is insane. That's annoying. It's insane to me that the only two rides that require that are rise of resistance which is like the next level insane ride a good ride so good and inarguably uh, like great ride and then web slingers it's like a, it's a fun arcade game kind of thing like it's it is so yeah. fun but it's like it's not life-changing i mean but how many times it's fun because you had never done it before yeah. you know how many like uh, like here's the thing rewrite ability i wonder re- rewrite ability i i think if i go past it and it's a 30 minute wait yeah, absolutely. I'm standing in that line and waiting 30 sure. minutes. 45, I'm thinking about it. Hour, no. Yeah. I've done that. I don't need to do that. Yeah, I basically Whereas, like, skipped every shooting gallery at Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. So last thing about this repulsor. Okay. Uh, 
it has Spider Man. It has it's Iron Man. Uh-huh. It has, it, it, and it has the web logo on the back of it. I don't know that we can talk ride. about it, but I mean, so, it's, it's for a Spider Man ride. It has a web logo. I'm going to go will and give say, it my approval as the guest. I will Thank say, you, in the You're future, welcome. we will do a deep dive into the ride and talk about the storyline and stuff a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to fuck with that right now. But tell me about the last thing. So it's got this mode where a fan turns on from the repulsor. And that was really nice. Okay, that is part. nice. The thing is, that is nice, and now I'm into but it. It's actually. also got this little feature where you make a little ball float. Oh, does it come with the ping pong ball? <laughs> How much was the ping pong ball? The ping pong ball was free. It's a little, uh, okay. it's a little ball. For the listeners, Chad is kind of bad at it. <laughs> yeah, Chad is pretty bad. Yeah, at it. It, seems, it seems very hard. But uh, So yeah, we're going to deep dive into the real big premise on a later episode, but it's about shooting fucking spider bots and we hate spider bots and this is an anti-spider bot podcast. I've got a pretty uh, good thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Chad's holding the ball. Yay, clap for Chad and his ball. Um, uh, Jeb Bush, please clap. Got Jeff. Um, Mark, I do think your microphone just it's got... It's back. Yep. Uh, good. <laughs> you want to repeat that, that very good joke? Uh, I, I just made a Jeb Bush clap, a joke when Cody said, please clap. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, Mark, what do you think about spider bots? Um, I don't really know a lot about them. Robots are cool. Drones are not as cool. They, um, they're more is, drones. Why is uh, Spider-Man shooting down his own bots? So well, it's explained we... in the narrative. We'll okay, talk well, about don't it. Worry, don't worry about it. <laughs> but my main thing is Peter Parker is supposed to be very poor, and these spider bots are very high-tech. And when you have really high-tech spider bots in a Spider-Man ride, it kind of feels like it goes against the character it feels more like yes. a tony stark ride in a way because it's all robotic and stuff hey and, speaking of i mean in fairness i was wearing an iron man glove so yeah idiot <laughs> speaking of uh spider-man that feels like tony stark we're talking about uh far from home today or homecoming today right <laughs> nope no. we oh. are talking about the amazing spider-man directed by mark webb comes out in 2012 Ten after years Avengers. yep after um after some failed attempts to get some Raimi continuations to happen. Um, so Amazing Spider-Man comes out. We are seniors in high school, or maybe it's the summer in between. Mark, it was the summer in between for me. Yeah, I think so. I think all you, you, yes, we're, we're all in the same grade. Yeah. Um, still, um, Mark, you wanted to be on this episode. Why? Um, I think I told you that I wanted to be on once once each series. Uh-huh, and we didn't, and we um, kicked you off. Which didn't exactly happen. There's a lot of other guests. <laughs> um, but I remember coming out of this movie. I Cody, I think mm-hmm. we watched this together somehow. No, I we watched it together before going to see two. Is what I think happened. Yeah, that, that sounds right. I remember yeah. being defensive of this movie though. Mm-hmm. Um, I was because I don't think. And I kind of stand by, I don't think it's that bad of a movie. I think it's like an average movie, but the fact that I it's agree. Really telling a story that we've heard hurts it. I uh, Yes, mm-hmm. I think it is like not that bad of a movie in yeah. a vacuum, but I also found it so fundamentally boring. I yeah. was very mm-hmm. bored during a lot of it, which is strange. Yeah, the Oscorp I, stuff is like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I love how intensely oscorp this series was like set up to be um i don't know it just made it feel like stale in a way Mm. all the 
yeah it's it's setting up a lot of stuff ahead of time in mm-hmm. like in a very like post in post avengers mcu kind of way even though this was kind of like during Avengers, but like it, it's dropping this one's the future movies and <laughs> setting up world building that'll pay off in three movies. Which yeah. I think two obviously is way more guilty of than this first yeah. one is. But this I first think- one does have some of that same DNA. Yeah, there's all the stuff about like, I mean, there's the, the post credit scene where Mystery Man visits uh, li- Lizard Man Connors in prison and is like, when are you, did you tell the boy about his father? No, see, like, this no. is the shit that sucks, in my opinion, about the this movie, is the thing uh-huh. they decided to change was pulling, which it exists in comics, and it is my least favorite part of Spider-Man's existence in comics, is Spider-Man is no longer a rando. His parents were actually super yeah. important. In the comics, they were S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. He wasn't a chosen one. It's not, just weird not coincidence. This, not yet in this one. <laughs> but he is fully a chosen one in this series. And this yeah. is sort of a chosen one and origin story. I think that that is an interesting concept that they yeah. don't really ever fully dive into. I think the second that's one what's weird. a little bit more. But it's right. like, I want to see what his parents were doing. I want an Aunt May prequel. I've said this several times. <laughs> well, they were going to do it. <laughs> I don't think they ever At were going to do it. We'll talk um, about that one day. <laughs> But it's weird. You're right, Mark. There, there's all these elements that they set up and they're like, this is different and interesting. And you're like, all right. And then they don't really dive into yeah. why they're different or interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I The other thing I had forgotten about this movie is like halfway through him fighting the lizard, I was like, oh, wait, fuck. His whole thing was supposed to be trying to find who killed Uncle Ben. Did he just forget about that? And then at the end, it's like some things you never find out. And it's he hadn't mm-hmm. figured out who killed Uncle Ben. And I was like, they fully just like dropped it for like yeah, it's it's more weird. than half the movie. It's weird. there's a like, lot of stuff like that. I, there's also a scene where like um, when Gwen is in the tower, like making the antidote, she's like, it's gonna take me eight minutes to make the antidote. And I was like, oh wow, I bet this is actually gonna take like fifteen minutes, and she's gonna get attacked and like distracted. And mm-hmm. like straight up eight movie minutes later she's like the antidote's done and i was like so that was a countdown to, to nothing at all like that there was never a ticking clock like we have there's, to wait a certain amount of time there was also right. like the lizard ended up breaking in and was a threat to her and was like face to face with her i think she sprayed him with a fire extinguisher and then just like left yeah. like was yeah. free. like it, it was I just think- weird like low stakes but like should be higher stakes moment i don't know I just think, like, not letting Spider-Man, right? So the thing with Joke or Batman, the thing with Batman, right, is, you know, he he doesn't necessarily get to take down his parents' killer, right? That That's one of the driving yeah. things. Yeah. In the Nolan movies, he has it stolen away from him. I can't fully remember what happens in the comics, but it, it kind of gets taken away from him. Yeah. The whole, like... If you're going to do the Uncle Ben killer thing and you're going, you either have Peter just sit in the guilt that he let it happen and never chase after him. Or you have him chase after them and almost go too far. And that's when he realizes he has to use his powers well. This like half he does measure chase after him, but like but he never like gets catching, him catching random thieves until he gets famous. Right. You need yeah. him to catch the guy and then decide, oh, I can't fucking kill this guy. He's got to make that choice well, yeah. rather think, than this just know. like 
oh, I got distracted because now there's a big old lizard. I feel like it was less of a distraction than maybe we're giving it credit for. Because, like, at, at, at the same time, that was uh, Captain Stacy's, Gwen's father, like, his biggest criticism of Spider-Man was, like, it seems like he's got a vendetta. He's not a hero. And, like, at a certain point, he was like, you know what? No, I need to, like, set this aside. And like, I He doesn't set it aside. Well, he doesn't, like, say it, but he... I know. I, mean, I think he needs to either actively set it aside or do it in that moment. I think it it really feels like the movie just forgets about it. And I think that's that's the problem yeah. to me. The, the it, it's ben, also like they the try to stuff in the middle feels kind of like, oh yeah, this is Spider-Man. We have to do the Uncle Ben it, thing. It's it's the fun and yeah. the fun and games part is the Uncle Ben death. I mean, they almost make they try, they're like, we have to do Uncle Ben, but they try and do the Uncle Ben moments with Captain Stacy at the end. Like, I think that's what they're trying to do in those moments mm. is some of that Uncle Which Ben stuff. Which doesn't work at all. Which, yeah. I mean, that is also MCU's move, kind of. Not to mention the only promise that he makes to Uncle, to uh, <laughs> Captain Stacy, he, like, explicitly Breaks. finishes, yeah. the, like, the last side of the movie, he's like, oh, yeah, fuck that promise. It so, well, it's it's, it's, it's like a movie, movie that comes out one year later, Man of Steel, which has a uh-huh. similar Jonathan Kent telling him, no, I'm going to die so you won't be Superman. And then, like, ten minutes later, he's yeah. like, okay, I'm Superman. Yeah, that's a, that's a moment that really, really bothers me, because it's played as, like, a flirtatious, like, moment where it's, like, no, I yeah. do want to be with you. It's played as romantic, which, mm-hmm. you know, was the reason why Mark Webb was brought on. Yeah. But Even though moment, 500 Days of Summer is not a romance movie. Right, right. In that so, moment, he's literally saying, like, I don't give a shit what I said to your dad. Your yeah. dead dad. It's also like, it's at that so point, it's a real lose-lose situation you. because, A, first of all, you've already broken her heart, so she's pissed. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if you try to get back with her, then you're like, oh, yeah, I broke your heart for no reason and fuck your dad. Yeah. And if you don't get back with her, then you're not back with her. So it's a real lose-lose there. Yeah. Yeah. It actually ends up being worse in the second movie. Yeah, because I... (laughs) It's... it's, He should have kept that promise. I broke your heart. I'm now saying... Also your neck. your dad, we can date. (laughs) And then also fuck you, you're dead. Right. Spoilers, I'm sorry if you're just It's 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 like the movie wants to deal with the ideas of Peter causes problems, but then when you have it be because his parents were super, like, connected things, it removes the agents. You can do the stories that are like, does Peter actively make these decisions and fuck up people's lives? You could make that movie, but you also can't do it when you have the Chosen One stuff on it, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah. It's... it's, it's uh... What do you I guys think of the cast? Things... Let's talk about the cast. Uh... Emma Stone, great Gwen Stacy. Uh, yes. Andrew Garfield. I remembered him be, I remember liking him better in my I know. memory Same. than he yeah. actually is. He, he's not horrible, people, but people act like he's the cool Peter Parker, too. And like he's more. He's not. He seems cool, cool when we were his age, but now that I'm older, I'm like, nah, nah, he's still one of the nerdy but dudes. Also, yeah, like, he's more he's cripplingly, just hot. He's more cripplingly awkward than Tobey Maguire's. Yeah, Peter he just is, is a, like, a hot. Shot. He is he's, just a hot man. That that is like, like all that what it was. A hot person thinks that awkward is, which is like not what awkward is. And also, like I think he does it okay. That they're in like awkward. a high school hallway. I'm like, why are these grown people in a high school? hallway? That is true. So this is uh, this is one of the things. 
Emma Stone seems too old kind of the whole time. Yeah. 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 Andrew Garfield sort of feels like a teenager, but he breaks the rule. The, 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 we're going to call it the Ben Platt thesis. I saw people talking <laughs> okay. about it online and it's true. It's like, you can play high schoolers for a long fucking time, but the minute you play college yep. going back and playing high school mm. really fucks things up. So and like Ben Platt, we know him from two years before this, right? And ben Platt, we know from for. pitch perfect. Um, oh, okay. And then now doing dear Evan Hansen, he did pitch perfect seven years ago where he was p- playing a college kid. Now he's he coming and playing a high schooler. Dear Evan Hansen seven after, years ago. Yeah. Um, but Andrew Garfield, the thing he is known for is social network where he plays a college kid. Yep. So now okay. having him jump to a sophomore, it kind of breaks your brain yeah. a little In bit. In no world mm-hmm. do I think that these kids are sophomores. Like, no. absolutely no. not. I do. So I, I like juniors, a lot of... I don't know. I like a lot of what Andrew Garfield is doing, mm-hmm. that being said. Um, but yeah, it's just different than he was in my memory. Uh, Sally Field as Aunt May is good. I good. think she's like this fun, like I say fun. She's like this tortured soul version of Aunt right. May that like she is so bad for her. Like to me, that's like one of some of the most compelling parts of the movie are how like distraught she is and just confused and how Peter is not letting her in on his yeah. life. And it's like it's hurting her feelings. Right. And it's like she's worried. Like, yeah, I like the Aunt May I- that played up is great. I don't love that the only way they talk about that is with eggs. It's like, yeah. you forgot to bring the eggs home. I'm like, well, it's also the bruises on his face and, you know. Yes. Yeah. But all of the stuff like, don't forget to bring the eggs home for Aunt May is like, does mm-hmm. she need eggs every single day? <laughs> or like, does she ask for them when we don't see that? I'm very, how fast do they go through eggs? I mean, I if they're making best. breakfast, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, There's two of them and they go through a dozen a day. Sure. Some of the other high schoolers, Flash is Kevin Garvey from The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. I believe him as a high schooler. Yeah, um, and one I believe of, him as a bully. He was, yeah. he was, he was fun. Uh, one of the Stacy boys is Gideon uh, Gemstone. Mm-hmm. So always good to see him. Yeah. Um, um, Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben, I think is good. good I guessing. love Martin Sheen. I, I love, love all the rephrasing of like that's not his fault he his sold fault. it the best he could totally and he yeah he does great he's yeah. a fun uncle ben um i love him i think that he plays a great father figure mm. i i of course love him from the west wing where he Absolutely. plays like a very grandfatherly president yeah um which i love and he's also very like fatherly in this mm-hmm. um, i i would kill for him to be my granddad yeah, I think it's great. It's I think these are really good. Uh, they per, they do pretty well with their Aunt Mays and Uncle Ben's most of the time. Can't wait to see the flashback to Uncle Ben dying and it's fucking John Stamos. Uh, <laughs> for, for Tom Holland's, since Marissa Tomai is his Aunt May, I bet his yeah. Uncle Ben will be somebody oh, like John like Stamos. Like a hot 50-year-old. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Aunt Mays have been getting younger and hotter uh throughout the years the thing um, is they the they're the ages that it would make sense to be the peter's parents siblings like it's not like they're breaking the Rose, rules except for rosemary harris she yeah she's arguably not. too old she was too old for well, but like the comics like, had her real old yeah. so that's what and they I did. Think that, that makes the most sense and also you can imagine her being like a much older sister 
Like, yes, yes. if she's 10 years older than Peter's pa- parents, and that right. makes sense. And same yeah. with Marissa Tomei is like the younger sibling. Yeah. Right. Um, can we play a game real quick of okay, are sure. these actors playing high schoolers older or younger than we currently are? Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. So, sure. for Andrew example, Garfield older. He was like 30, right? Andrew Garfield was 29 when this movie 29. came out. 29. So he's, Wild. He's two older years older than me. Yeah. 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 Um, we are he, he's 27, much... 27, and 26. Uh, I'm 27. Yeah, we're all 27. Oh, now. all 27. Wow. Okay. Yep. We all um, gotta and kill to, ourselves this to year. Be clear, to make I'm it not, into the club. We're not saying that Andrew Garfield, Cody, you've got you don't have much time left. I know. Um, I got a couple months. I gotta become famous for music and die in the next four months. Is this some kind of a trend? I don't know what you're talking about. Chad, you don't know about the 27 Club? It's a very famous thing. So Jimi Hendrix died at 27. Kurt Cobain died at 27. Amy Winehouse died at 27. Cody, you also need to get into hard drugs. Uh Ah, okay. I got a lot to do. any kind of drugs. (laughs) (laughs) It's a baby step. It's a baby Um, step. So Andrew Garfield, to be clear, was 29 when this movie came out. He is now, you know, 39 or 38 or whatever. Yeah, um, an old Emma, man. Emma Stone, older, younger than we currently are. Younger, younger, I want to say. She was 24 when the movie came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chris Zilka, he's the last one we'll do. Chris Zilka, is he the is he Flash Thompson? Flash. Yeah. I bet he's older. I bet he's younger. He is exactly 27 when this movie came okay. out. Okay. Well, there we go. Ooh. Me so and Chris even Zilka now- have the same birthday. Whoa. Whoa! So I mean, exactly much... the same age as you. <laughs> well, no, because he was born nine years. Yeah, he's a year old. Oh, right. Mark's ninety-four. Uh, we're ninety-three. We have a podcast that's based around this idea. Um, that was only confusing for the first year. <laughs> right. Um. All right. Let's talk about the villain. So Lizard. that's another thing I like about this movie is not not. I don't like the design of the lizard. The design of the lizard bad. is bad. But I do like the idea that they were kind of going with with this series is like a lot of animal hybrid stuff. Like the genetic, yeah. like the genetic engineering that created Spider-Man is also what mm. led to the lizard. I like that like connectivity on, yeah, a, that surface, makes sense. on a surface level. It's cool. Yeah. In the video game adaptation of this movie. Oh, boy. It was it's a whole other episode, Chad. I know. I'll, I'll sum this <laughs> Just up. keep it brief. I'll sum this up quickly, but it's basically it's framed as like an immediate sequel to this movie. So like Oscorp mm. Tower is still damaged from the events that happened in this movie. And then way more like genetically modified people start coming up. And like so one of them was genetically uh, modified with an octopus. Doc Ock. One Doc of them Ock, was genetically okay. occupied or uh, genetically modified with a scorpion. You get scorpion um, with a rhinoceros, and so it's like animal hybrid versions of all these Spider-Man villains. Vulture. I mean that that would have been cool. cool if they had done it, but that's yeah. not really what the second one does because Rhino's well, armor still, and yeah. So with those with Rhino and Electra, well, Electra was genetically modified with electric eels. So oh, it, you're right. right. I right. forgot how stupid that. that is. Oh my god, <laughs> it's real dumb. He got <laughs> but, stung a bunch. But no, that, that, that was, uh, okay. That's cr- an interesting in idea. Same, created in the same Oscorp lab though, Electro mm-hmm. was. And then Green Goblin was also created by like trying to take Spider-Man's Goblin blood, DNA. but it was a bad fit. Right. Like, it didn't because right. because uh, it, it wasn't Peter. It Parker's was made blood. for Peter Parker because yeah. he's the chosen right. one. Yeah. I like that like on a surface level way execution wise. I, I think they kind of fumbled it a little bit, but 
I yeah, uh, I feel you. I feel you. That that I actually like Riz, Reese Reese as Reese. I like Reese Ifans as uh, I think it has a good performance. I think that the design mm-hmm. of the um the thing is bad and that mm-hmm. he looks ugly and his powers are not exciting. But yeah, and he sort of becomes like a boring villain as soon as he becomes lizard a bit. Yeah, You're just kind of like ah, eh, he's got a plan, I guess. I don't he's know. He's being taken over by some lizard brain, like. Yeah, feels that you guys were talking about in the earlier episodes. Like all of these villains are like being taken over by their dark. Yeah, they side lose their minds. It's not yeah, like they're any all of them actually. Like... Doc Ock, like it was at least connected to what he wanted. Like the arms kind of like increased his like. Mm-hmm. But they, but they drive. all still like were like oh we made him go insane and now exactly, they yeah. do this and this did a similar thing. Yeah. I definitely clocked that as well. Uh, what about the suit? What do you guys think about the suit? Bad suit. I think it's not a great suit. The we'll homemade, the, suit the first homemade suit is like the worst on-screen suit ever with like the toboggan he's wearing and the sunglasses. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then, This is the one with the yellow eyes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I like that he like took sunglasses out to make the eyes. I think that's a fun idea. Because it's like, oh, yeah, that's something I would do if I were, like, trying to make a vigilante suit. Because it, it makes sense. It blocks the mm-hmm. eyes. But uh, but in practice, it doesn't look very good. And the rest of the suit is so out there and, like, not realistic that a high school kid would make it that, like, just focusing on the sunglasses eyes feels I also good. think the, like, red on his arms, but it doesn't, like, connect is, like, a little weird. There's a lot of, like, random mm-hmm. red patches. I feel like the blue is too dark as well. Like, it's just a dark-colored suit. It is kind of dark. Yeah. I, I, I I do agree. But what's crazy is, like, his second suit is pretty good. A lot of people say it's the best suit. Yeah, I think Amazing movies. Spider-Man 2. I think it is the best suit in a Spider-Man movie. I love the way yeah. it moves and the way it like folds over its it looks so real and tactile, which is something I miss in the MCU Spider-Man movies. Yeah, where um, it's just yeah computer code. Well, that's the thing is like in Amazing Spider-Man 2, most of those shots it was computer code too, but it right. like yeah. it looked more real. Hot know. take MCU Spider-Man spider too small. Yeah. <laughs> Spider's too small. It's a, it's a small spider. Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider Spider is a good size. That's yeah, a good, good size, size spider. The Sam Raimi uh, spider, good size spider. Yep. Um, I don't know what I else. <laughs> well, let's talk about the um, romance, well, I guess. He, here's my question for you guys. The first Spider-Man movies came out before the superhero boom, right? Now yeah. that yeah. when these movies come out, you've already got the Dark Knight out. The mm-hmm. full God. trilogy as of this the year. Yeah. Full trilogy, but people hadn't seen Dark Knight Rises when they were making this movie. Yeah. Um, the phase one of Marvel MCU is mm-hmm. wrapping up around. Basically here. done. Yeah. What mm-hmm. influences do you guys see from that to this? I think that one, well, I mean, one like easy one is the, I feel like the villain's plan in this is very Batman Begins. And that, like, we'll we'll put something in the water to make yeah. everyone go crazy, and then do it, disperse it over the thing, clear the bridges out. No, we'll put the antidote in and the thing and spread that out. It's like just the aesthetics of. I mean, we talked about his suit just being darker colors. I feel like they were going for a visual style that was uh, at least trying to 
be closer to the Dark Knight than Spider-Man yes. movies had been before. I do think that is true. It's a little bit of a darker color palette. There's a lot yeah. of like grays and stuff. A throughout. lot of nighttime sequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of That's that CGI, sequences. baby. Hmm. Um, CGI, I, which is, I, I said this looks pretty great. Review. Good CGI, bad yeah. character designs. Yeah, that is true. The character mm-hmm. designs are the bigger problem. I think it's weird because so much of it, like, I I I like your prompt, Mark. I think it's a good question, but at the same time, what's maybe a little for this podcast more than I prepare for best pictures. <laughs> <laughs> what what I think is weird about it is it almost feels like a superhero movie from before the superhero boom. I kind of disagree because of how much it's leaning into like i mean the post credit scene and like trying to tee sure post credit scene that's fine yes and they, that's fair they had no um like reservation they, they were kind of throwing caution to the wind like assuming we'll get a franchise and assuming like yeah. like norman osborne being mentioned off screen as like being very sick and like okay there's so there's a lot of things that more like the um um, I, I think it's more that the 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 chosen one shit like that mm-hmm. all feels like early superhero movies. Let's make it a narrative people understand. Let's not do their comic book origin. Let's add in all of this other stuff. Sure. Um, yeah, that's where it kind of feels it, the before to it me. It feels right in the middle. Yeah, I think. because Yes, agree. I think like, that's what it is. It's a Frankenstein of sorts. It, it is. And it kind of does fall apart. Like it's, it's not a very good movie. It's the it's. I think it's easily the worst Spider-Man we've covered so far, including Spider-Man yeah. Three, which yes. none of us were like hot on, but none of us were as cold as people tend to be. Well, that's that the one. other thing with this movie. I think it sucks. I think it's not very good. But at the same time, like it's Spider-Man not that bad. Movie. Like I, I don't know. I think that like my opinion of this and Spider-Man Three are like kind of coming from different angles where it's like spider-man 3 is like i like everything that's happening here it just like doesn't really work yeah here it's like i don't really like much of what's happening but it does kind of work i that's (laughs) a great that's a i i fully kind of feel you mark it's like um it it, it's functional i I think that it is functional i don't love any of it but it's functional i i remember leaving this movie and being like that was not great but i feel like what was holding it back was that it was covering a lot of ground that we know so spider-man 2 is gonna yeah. be like its own thing yeah uh, it'll be a little bit more loose. dude i was so it, pumped about thing. amazing uh, spider-man 2 it, it, it was rough yeah <laughs> yeah um so one last thing i wanted to talk about with this movie uh is everyone is very bad at keeping secrets um Mm -hmm. peter is like really bad at keeping it a secret that he's spider-man um they do that i've heard that criticism a lot of the spider-man is he just fucking takes his mask off all the time well there's that but there's also like i don't know like he's just the way he like enters and exits the stacy's house it's just like Mm -hmm. why did you climb the wall to get in why did you leave web on their roof why are you doing all this Mm -hmm. the the lizard also is so bad at keeping his identity a secret and i think it's just one scene that we see him interact with peter after he's become lizard for the first time he's back in the lab and he's acting so weird now i saw why the sudden interest in uh cold-blooded reptiles peter it's like it's insane well matt so the journalist 
the film journalist Matt Singer on Letterboxd pointed this out. In that scene, Lizard is like, Peter, get out of here because he doesn't want him snooping around. And they have this like conversation. He's like, mm-hmm. Peter, you need to get out of here. Stop looking at my stuff. And then Lizard and then walks first. out yeah. <laughs> first and then Peter finds the information that he's Lizard. So the information that he's Lizard, by the way, is a mutated rat that's like half rat, half Lizard monster. Mm-hmm. And I kind of would have liked to see Spider-Man kill that thing because I don't want <laughs> Spider-Man that thing don't to exist. But that thing shouldn't exist. Yeah. I, we just saw it and then we moved past it and never talked about the lizard rat again. Not having secret entities is a very MCU thing as well, though. Like, it, at least at this sure. point in the MCU in phase one, everyone knew who everyone else was. Uh, I, yeah. I don't think there's a single MCU Spider-Man character. Is the only one that not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah, anymore, I mean, not even anymore. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think, is there literally anyone else of, like, any of the newer ones? I don't Ant-Man think so. Ant-Man pretty out and proud said, do you want one of me? I'm Ant-Man in Endgame, so he, he doesn't care about his uh, uh, identity. Yeah. Um, and we know who Falcon and Winter Soldier are. We know who yeah. Wanda and Vision Yeah, no, there's it's no like, secret identities. I don't think that Black Widow, I mean, she goes by Natasha, but it's not like she's a famous superhero or a famous person in general. But yeah, She I is. Mean, no, she is They're like they because they reference her because she's on the Avengers team. And, I think uh, like in Spider-Man: Homecoming, she, or uh, Far From Home, she was on that in memoriam thing that. Uh, yeah, as Natasha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Miss Marvel, I guess, will be our return to um, secret maybe. identities. Maybe not. So. Yeah, maybe not. I think it is, but maybe not. Um, the last thing will be. Uh, I have one more thing that I wanted to talk about, and that is the okay. Coldplay scene. Where he is. I mean, it's uh, not good, but again, it's like we just know what's around the corner, which is worse. So Philip yeah, Phillips which is scene. the Philip Phillips scene. <laughs> but like the skateboarding entirety. is not cool. And I think skateboarding is usually cool. I love um, skateboarding. It's it's a bad Coldplay song as well. I agree. This was in like the We Want to Be Mumford and Mumford and Sons phase. Well, it's also Coldplay. like, okay, we're gonna have slightly edgier, like teen angsty. Which I mean, is hard when uh, like going back to the Raimi movies, but that's the idea. And you pick like Coldplay. It's like, man, maybe like it should have been like a Panic at the Disco song or something like that. If that's the choice, well, Panic you were making. was way out in 2012. They hadn't even tried to come back yet. Right, as was Fallout Boy. But like, I don't know, too fucking. I don't know. Not Coldplay. Coldplay was yeah. the wrong choice. It's yeah. a very slow song that like doesn't even seem that angsty. Who were we listening to in 2012, like indie wise? Um, I don't fucking know. I don't, I'll, I'll, I'll just be <laughs> honest. I was listening you. to Mumford and Sons, and I, I yeah, yeah, and that wanted to have worked, and like MGMT wanted to have worked. Um, so maybe I don't have any good ideas. Play the National or something. I don't know. Sure. Uh, and that wasn't even an original. I always assumed that was an original Coldplay. No, song. It's, it's not. It's like an old one. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Mark Webb chose that song. Right. It wasn't like, yeah. I'm assuming it's, Mark Webb. Maybe there's a team. I don't, I don't know. I, he had approval, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, the romance stuff. Do we like it? Yes or no? Uh, no. I like Emma Stone, but it's I don't. so rushed. It like seems to come I think out of it's nowhere. rushed, but I think they have chemistry. So they, I like They that. have on screen chemistry, and that's good. More so than we ever have from Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire. Mm-hmm. But the writing of this romance is like horrific. 
Yeah, uh, yeah it's almost they like, like they hired. Other. It's almost like they hired a romantic comedy director, but actually the entire point of his romantic comedy was that these people were not good together, and it's a deconstruction of romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that, huh? It, um, is, it is pretty similar to that. I I like that Gwen Stacy has shit to do though. I mean, yeah. some she not a ton. She, she cures, I mean, more than Mary Jane. Here's the lizard disease. Yeah, with that's smokes. true. That is true. Which, by the way, you know, we're we're coming out of a year of like a very deadly disease. Mm-hmm. Wish we could have just sent Gwen up to the yeah the building to send the the gas. Also, none of those people fortunately she's con- dead consented to that vaccine being used on them through the wow. years. It's true. Wow, really makes so. the thing. They're all going to be magnetic now. Yeah. And then that leads to X-Men. Uh, yeah, right. obviously. That was going to be an amazing Connected Spider-Man 4 yeah. or 3. God. <laughs> what if the retcon is like, Magneto is actually magnetic because he got a fucking vaccine. It's oh, not going to so, be that. But, but this movie also had a storyline where the dude who worked for Oscorp was going to go across the bridge to the veterans hospital to inject these veterans with like this experimental treatment. Just like, oh, we'll tell him it's the flu shot, he said. Yep, that was a plot. Line this, movie, this movie, this movie may be an anti-vax movie. It what is it is. with Spider-Man movies and bridges? I feel like maybe it's just because they're it's in New York. York. New York, there's 21 That's bridges right. in there's the 21 city. Bridges. We're closing them all down. I forgot. 21 bridges closed down. Now there's not many bridges in um the MCU Spider-Man um because he's never in New York. There is a yeah, because he's not a, he's he's not a New York Spider-Man. Yeah. There's a ferry which is the opposite of a bridge. Don't, don't there's ask a about that Washington statement. Monument which is kind of like a vertical bridge in a way. Mm, yeah. If you think about in it. Washington, Washington and Europe, Spider-Man's Washington favorite places Heights. to be. Uh, put him in New York. And this time he's not even going to be in New York cuz he's going to be in a fucking multiverse. Hey, he might be in some kind of New York though. Yeah, Whoa. maybe this time he'll be in our New York, where Whoa. there were no superheroes. Whoa, whoa, probably not. Probably, probably not. not. <laughs> There's probably gonna be way too many superheroes in that movie. Uh, uh, be, I think it'll be a good movie. At least four. Um, Mark, yes. do you have anything else to say about Spider-Man, or do you want to plug? No, that covers basically it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'll go ahead and plug our podcast. Um, best pictures. I don't know if you guys have mentioned it on this podcast before. It's basically this, uh, what you just heard. It's basically that for, uh, movies that honestly around this same era. Yeah. We're catching up. Yeah, we are. Honestly, the the reason that this podcast exists is because we didn't want to cover a bunch of Spider-Man movies for all of our picks. (laughs) I mean, you're not entirely wrong, but Chad and Cody said, but we need to talk about Spider-Man. And I was like, fine, you guys go talk about (laughs) Spider-Man. Yep um cool um i'm also on twitter and instagram at watlington market on letterboxd at the same handle um that's uh that's that's about it cool i don't have anything because the best pictures is normally my thing you can follow me at cody lunsford underscore on twitter and instagram at cody lunsford on letterboxd where you can see my updated spider rankings um chad where can people find you and what else do you have you can find me at Chad A. Oliver across all social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. You can find my other show, The Lord of the Rings Sentence, at L-O-T-R Sentence on those same platforms. Not Letterboxd, though. Uh, that is a podcast where I'm joined by a guest every week to talk about one sentence uh, in order 
uh, from the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, and I'll go until I'm done with the books. Uh, and then you're going to go to talk in the movie, at which point talk you will have a letterbox, which you will log yes. once once a week. I will log my thought my thoughts on Tolkien one out of however many minutes. That's yeah. content for the other podcast. Tell me, wrap this show up with your web. So uh, I'm going to leave you all with a spider fact. Um, you may have heard that the average human swallows however many spiders a year like something like mm. 10 that's not true it was made up how many spiders do we follow a year zero that doesn't happen <laughs> that's it just doesn't hey. happen you don't have right. spiders so. in your sleep uh so good night and don't let the radioactive spiders bite spider-man spider-man we need to talk about spider-man we need to talk about spider-man That might be cool.com. You never know.